Sit back, turn the ship over to your Kovas, and relax. We're turning on flight assist. 07 Commanders, and welcome in. My name is Commander Mal for the win, and with me, as always, is Commander Psykit. 07 Commanders. If it's your first time listening, we are glad you found us every time on the Flight Assist Podcast. We talk to a different commander or organization. We find out a little bit about them, what they're up to in game. We talk about the things we love about Elite Dangerous and its amazing community. Before things get started, we just wanted to say thanks for being here because this podcast would not be possible without the support of listeners like you. Indeed. This is going to be an interesting episode for me. So this is the, our our guest this this time is somebody that Psykit interacts with rather regularly. Pretty regularly, yeah. And, um, he, and and I get to interact with with him in chat once in a while. Yeah, and that's it. He is. Um, it, he you would recognize him in Twitch chat by the Dower Scotsman. Um, mm-hmm. He is um, one of the 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 techs over at Lave Radio. Um, the, That's that ref- other podcast. The, the, the other podcast <laughs> that I do. Um, he, he referred to as the Chris Mark Four over there um, right. because of how many other Chris's they've had on the show. Um, but uh, yeah, he's um, he does he does our tech, um, and he's he's a really um, a really lovely human being. He's also he's also a radio host. He does stuff actual radio on a Sunday afternoon <laughs> as well. Yeah, which is which is wild to me. I love I love it when like people combine like their profession with what they what they did like it's cool it's cool like combining your profession with your hobby like that and um he's he's just really really lovely and i um i think it's i i I really love the folks over at live radio i think he's wonderful and he does have a very good a really good level head on him so we get um we have a little like a little chat that we have while the show is on. I'm giving right. you behind the curtains of life. We have a little chat when, that we have when the show is on, and there were, there is often little bits that he will chip in there and stuff, mm-hmm. and like evening evening out. Um, both both him and um, Venture are very good at keeping me a little bit more sane. Shall we say? Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I I can't imagine how I know a lot of podcasts. You have a a um you know, you have like a technical producer or mm-hmm. somebody who's, who's on either on the call with you or in the studio with you. That's constantly doing tweaking to people's microphones or giving them suggestions via chat or something like that. Um, and, and I like, I can't imagine like, like that must be really cool to have that, to have somebody who's like, while you're doing your recording, that's what they're focused on. It you know? would be for me, for us, it would be like having Katie in here every week yeah, and yeah, just yeah. like Katie giving us notes and stuff. Whereas yep. Katie does give us notes, but it tends to be like once the episode is uploaded and we have a listen to it afterwards and then we can make tweaks, yeah. that kind of yep. thing. There's um yep. there, there's a very um Everything, everything is a lot more, a lot more live with with Lave. Let's say yeah, I'm, I'm currently, yeah. I'm currently sat in the same in the same seat that I would be sat in if I was recording Lave. I have like two different areas where I will record record right. different um, things because of the times and to not interrupt with family when they're not working and, and things along those lines. So um, the experience that I have recording Flight Assist is entirely different to the experience that I have recording Lave because Lave is done so like 
off the cuff and live and fighter yeah. sisters are, well, while we are a lot more structured um right. we have a lot of opportunities to then go back in and make sure that there's not a lot of overlapping and all of like yeah. things add the little musical stings or the uh, sfx things that we have we have in so um yeah it, it, there's two very very different experiences but um i i I don't get to speak to to um, Chris very often, and it's going to be yeah. really nice <laughs> to be able to yeah. sit down and chat with him. Yeah, it is. It is always fun when you get to talk to somebody um, that you you see in one environment, and you get to see them in another. Like if you see them in a hobby environment or a professional environment, and you get to see them kind of like in a casual environment. Mm. Um, it's it's always fun to kind of like see if the feeling you have about that person really reflects who they are and and vice versa you know it's 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 always kind of a neat social experiment for me when i see somebody out of like out of the where i'm used to seeing them and usually yeah. if it if it happens irl it usually means that i don't recognize them because i'm yeah. like you're not wearing the right clothes or doing the right thing um, so. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm excited to get to talk to him especially especially since he's got a you know such a good technical background with podcasts and stuff like that it's always nice having those guests on because there it just it, it it seems like a like they understand not only that you know from the guest perspective they also understand from the podcast perspective, like what's going into the podcast. So it, yeah. it always makes for some interesting conversations. Well, welcome on in my lovely, my lovely friend, someone who keeps me incredibly sane. <laughs> <laughs> Is, oh, that's saying something. But I mean, I mean, the bar is low. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> uh, great to be here. Oh, it's so good to, see, to um, have you here. It really is. Um, if you could do us a huge favour and start by just introducing yourself. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Basics like your commander name, if you're an Elite Dangerous content creator, and how long you've been playing. Uh, so my name is Chris McCrow. I am Commander Newell Turner in game, and I am the Dower Scotsman when you see me commenting on Twitch. I've been playing Elite since uh, very, very late 2014, pretty close after its full release. Um, and I've been playing a bit since then. Uh, content creation-wise, I don't create a lot of Elite content myself, uh, but I've been involved in live radio in the background as their tech gibbon since about October 2020. Excellent. That that's how that's how I know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm relatively unknown. <laughs> oh, don't be silly. Yeah, people people know. Even if people don't know that they know you, they they know you. Yeah, they, they've seen you around. You're always you're always mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was it that originally got you into the world of Elite? Um, I've always been a fan of space games and sort of flying about and sci-fi and stuff like that. So I used to play um, X-Free Reunion for a bit. And uh, before that, I had a few of the Star Wars games sort of X-Wing and X-Wing TIE Fighter. I played a lot of those. Um, so really enjoyed that and some Microsoft Flight Sim and, and bits. And then I was watching BBC Click um, which plays on the BBC News Channel in the UK, yeah. and I think it's available online and stuff. And they had an interview with David Braben around about Christmas time 
about Elite Dangerous and the fact that this Kickstarter had been super successful and the game was now released so that everyone could get in and play. And I watched this and I was like, that is totally there for me. (laughs) So Right, right. (laughs) It's like me whenever I see a game that even vaguely mentions space now. Um, And I I really don't feel like that was the case before Elite Dangerous. But anytime I see a game where it's like, oh, this is set in in like space or you're an astronaut or anything, I'm like, I'm listening. You have have my attention. You have my complete attention (laughs) suddenly. It's it's very strange how you find your your little niche in in the gaming sphere and you're like, oh, it's a space game. I love space. Space is really cool. <laughs> uh, it's totally that. It's it's the the fact that you can go in and you can explore and you can go anywhere you want to go. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah, that totally drew me in and sort of watching the bits of gameplay that got shown on the telly and then did a little bit of research, went on the website and was like, Yep, I'm committed. I'm gonna buy. I <laughs> wish I knew it. about the Kickstarter. I wish I'd been able to get in on the ground level like some of the other commanders, but oh, uh, yeah, been in for quite a while now i totally missed that train too mm. i didn't even know about it then i Got was it. late i was after horizons before i started playing so same same can late you... to the party <laughs> <laughs> can, can you remember your first time logging in and what that was like oh it was chaotic i don't remember there being much of a tutorial i'm so used to games where you log in for the first time you create your setup and you hit you know start new game and then you run through like elite has now it has quite a fancy tutorial thing that you run through that explains Mm -hmm. everything and i don't remember any of that from my first experience in game i pretty much remember getting emptied out into a sidewinder in space and told off you go do your thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah we've given you a sidewinder a little bit of fuel you you what you'll know what to do next and just flying about and pretty much getting destroyed by the space station i seem to remember (laughs) um you know loitering is a crime punishable by death and i'm going well how am I supposed to land <laughs> if I'm not allowed <laughs> in the station? How does that work? Bang, gone. Oh, yeah, man. Was, and that was that was it. That was a lot of the first experience. Was why did I blow up? What what's this rebuy thing that I've got to do? <laughs> is 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 that we started over now? And then having to watch a bunch of YouTube videos that different commanders had made of here's how you request docking permissions. Here's how you fly. Yeah. Here's what you're supposed to do. And yeah, so that was my first experience. Was pretty much being emptied in space and then blowing up a lot i wonder i wonder who i i mean i'm i'm sure i'm sure there are commanders out there who know but i wonder who was the very first person to get to go you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna make a series of youtube tutorials on this <laughs> yeah i mean the, the person that sat there went yeah new new players are going to need a guide to this i think frontier had some videos linked from the menu if i remember right i think there was some flight they guidance do, yeah in there but it wasn't i don't remember it being like a proper flying tutorial i think it was just it linked you some some youtube videos that went you know here's here's the button for this here's the button for that and here's how you're supposed to go about but it was the community videos that actually really helped me get get good at the game or get better (laughs) at the game i don't think i've ever gotten good get better there we go (laughs) good is such a relative term (laughs) (laughs) so in the midst of all the the kerfluffle of trying to figure out how to fly how did you come up with your commander name oh no I've, I've listened to so many people on this podcast chat about really good origin stories for their commander name. My one's really rubbish. I wanted my commander to have a first name and a surname. 
And as you do, you look around you for inspiration. So sitting on my desk, I had a box of pens by a company called Newell. (laughs) And on my pin board behind me, I had a ticket for a Frank Turner concert. So, wow. Commander Newell Turner (laughs) suddenly ended up in game. I love that. That's brilliant. (laughs) I love it. It was one of those things that I went, oh, I need a, a first name and a surname at the time, not thinking that I would still be playing with this commander at the time now. Oh, my gosh. And I have never years went in later. to try and change it. Yeah, years later. It's still there, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I'm just looking around now to see if that if that was to happen to me. I would probably, <laughs> it would probably be like... Um, uh, make it resistance or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. Oh, right, I need a name. Look around. Look around. That's my. That's my favorite. That's my new favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you? Did you do something similar when you started naming your street, or did that your street your fleet, or did that have a strategy? I have not really had a strategy for naming my fleet. Tons of my fleet, um, in inverted commas, are still nameless. They're still oh named God. the default <laughs> names. Because wow. when I started playing, you couldn't name your ship. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. It, that's it, right. It, none of them had names. So lots of the ships that I had and I sold, I never named. And until recently, I've started naming some of them. But I don't really have a good strategy. I really liked, um, there was a recent podcast you did, and the person was naming it after drinks that they were having while playing yeah. the game. Yeah. I love that idea, but now I feel I can't steal that. I've got to come up with my own thing. I've got, uh, my type nine is called Highlander. Because, <laughs> um, okay. again, looking That's around, DVD case. <laughs> so that'll do. <laughs> um, and my Diamondback Explorer that I spent the majority of my time in at the moment is called Angry Wasp or Annoying Wasp, sorry. <laughs> because <laughs> it, at the time it had a sort of black and yellow, black and orange paint job. Right. And I thought it kind of looked like a wasp or a hornet when you looked at the design of the ship and the way it sort of has the full back wings on it. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So that that was my silly name for for that. And those are the only ones that are named in my fleet. So I'm, I'm open wild. to suggestions. Yeah. You should that's... have like naming contests for your ships. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a great plan. I, I, would, I would do that. But then I can imagine what, I, what the Lavian audience would come back with if I, I... if I put up a poll to name my ship. <laughs> Or, or maybe maybe what you I'm do about <laughs> <laughs> maybe what you do is you ask the audience the lave audience give me some names from objects that are around you right now oh no okay okay then you work. get to pick from the the litany of bizarre and strange words that come in but you kept <laughs> the same sort of process yeah, I could do I could do. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you align yourself with a squadron or a minor faction in game? Um, so, because I used to listen to uh, Hutton Orbital Radio, I'm in the the Hutton uh, squadron at the moment, and I do sort of little bits of work uh, for Hutton and the BGS as well. But then, obviously, uh, now being firmly in the Lave Station, I support the Lave Radio Network where I can to keep our our little plot of the the galaxy and. Recently, I've been helping out the Soteria Accords, whether yeah, they want me to or not. Who are they again? I don't know. Ouch, ouch. That, 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 <laughs> you, I, I felt you tear out my heart then, man. 
<laughs> They're actually the best squadron. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, lovely right. people. <laughs> I think I think that really ties in very well with um, like where about where do you find that you spend your, the most of your time in the galaxy? Oh well, of of late, it's obviously been around Lave and mm. Diesel and and sort of within within the radius of Lave Station because on Tuesday nights I like to jump into open and sort of hang about Lave Station, maybe do some missions and. Uh, spend a lot of time with Ben and Miggles uh, yeah. at the moment. Uh, if anyone watches the sort of live streams that we do there, so lots of little BGS missions. Um, I'm I, I particularly fond of doing the the sort of scavenger missions, the go and fetch this from a crash ship missions, yeah. yeah, because I can do them pretty quickly and get back to Lave Station to see what's going on there, and then I can go out and take another mission if there's nothing going on at Lave and, and come back, and, and you can sort of I can fit that in between ad breaks and things when I'm on Lave yeah. because <laughs> the difficulty is, if you're doing tech and trying to fly the ship and stuff at the same time, there can be really unopportune moments for uh, Colin to want an ad break or a jingle mm. played where you're where you're doing something and then suddenly you've got to quickly swap screens and try and get everything else working for the stream so yeah I can I can well imagine that that's that that can be kind of problematic and I know we've we've had yeah. conversations about that before about um <laughs> you going like okay I don't know how I don't know how you can stream I don't know how you can stream this for hours and then still <laughs> also do things and yeah it's it's it is a lot it is a lot especially and i think because you're you're not fully in control of when things happen that that can sometimes make it a little bit more difficult it it can do a bit but you know speaking about about twitch streaming i mean i'm envious of people who are able to hold a conversation with chat fly about and do combat and not die <laughs> being the the operative uh thing there and and manage to keep the the stream entertaining and fun and engaging for for the people who are there because i i just can't multitask to that way i, I would be constantly telling people like be quiet be quiet while i do this and finish this bit, <laughs> which is not which is not what a Twitch audience want to hear is me sitting there going, quiet, <laughs> while I get this done, I'm going to ignore you. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? You may have stumbled onto like the next big thing on Twitch that, you know. Are you really mean to chat? Just <laughs> Necking on chat yep. constantly. Just, yeah. <laughs> Why are you all here? Just everybody be quiet. Quit typing. Don't do any alerts. Like, you know. <laughs> no alerts for now. No alerts for now. Yeah. yeah. It would definitely fit in with the naming of my, my, my Twitch username. <laughs> it so actually it might, might work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, what would you say is your forte in game? What are you best at as a commander? Oh my God. I don't think I'm best at anything. I, I'm such a like a jack of all trades, master of nothing. I've been playing this game since 2014 and I'm not elite in anything any of the categories at all wow not elite in anything uh that should be an achievement (laughs) that's hard to do yeah how did you manage to play for this long and not achieve anything yeah um yeah that that's maybe my talent maybe i'll add that as my talent that's my best thing and no i've dabbled in in so much so the thing that i enjoyed doing and what got me into the truckers and stuff like that was was training So I really enjoy doing trading and bits like that. And more recently, I've been doing playing a lot of the on-foot stuff. Like I say, doing the the scavenging runs and doing some settlement clearing mm. and and all that. Uh, best thing that I do in game. I, I don't know if I can claim trading as a best thing I do because it's such like a an automatic thing to be able to do. But that's 
probably what my commander has done the most. It's the one that I am closest to getting elite. Right. Okay, well, that so, makes sense. So that makes sense. Go with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So what what is your favourite thing to do? Oh, um, so at the, at the moment, I'm loving doing this sort yeah. of scavenging stuff, but I've really enjoyed the ground seas, uh, conflict yeah. zones. The ground conflict yeah. zones have been really fun, which was the thing that I was looking forward to the least. I thought this is the bit of gameplay that I'm not going to be interested in that much. And then I've just found them really, really fun. Because I was expecting it to be a bit like being on your ship, where if you die, you're teleported back to the the space station that you left from, and then you've got to start the whole thing again. And because of the sort of frontline dropship being able to pick you up and drop you back off again, I was like, okay, I don't feel that I'm being punished as much for being really bad at Mm -hmm. this. So, So I've really been enjoying that recently. That's been one of the things that I keep going back to because a bit like trading where I was able to sort of settle down and if I've got 30 minutes of gameplay, you know, a little window to go off and play, then I could do a bit of trading and then I I can log off and I've not sort of failed any missions or let anything down. And it's sort of similar with those ground conflict zones is that you can jump in, you can do one conflict zone, you can do two conflict zones if you want, and then you can log back off again. Um, you know, if you've just got that little window of gameplay, because, you know, we all we all live busy lives and do other bits and pieces. So it's like you can get in, you can do that little bit, and then you can disappear off yeah, again. Yeah, they really are they really are finite as well. They 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 like mm. uh, a conflict zone isn't gonna go on go on for ages and I when when Frontier originally made the change with that with the um air conflict zones as well, rather than you dropping in and just getting as many bonds as you needed and then um and then turning around and hot footing it out of there. I really like the fact that these um it's based on wins now and everything is finite. So you actually get that sense of mm. achievement once you've completed it as well. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I just love like when you're when you're down doing one of those conflict zones and then you can see everything going on in the air as well. Yeah. Um all the all the different sort of ships having battles overhead. It makes it feel really good. I just wish sometimes the ship battles were slightly closer to the settlements because sometimes it can look like it's all happening way off in the distance. It can, but- especially when you see like an anaconda out there and it's mm. it does look really small but then there's, there's a lot of things going on but I, I was gonna gonna say have you had like a ship crash or explode really close to a settlement before i have had playing? that and i'm guessing that's probably the reason why they have some of the ship battles taking away further from the settlement because you can imagine if they were all constantly falling out the sky onto the can settlement buildings yeah you know you've got four double-decker buses approaching at high speed <laughs> 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 maybe maybe get inside if that's the thing yeah yeah that's maybe, cool. maybe hunker down for a bit yeah, yeah. I, I need to spend more time i've said this before i need to spend more time learning how to do the ground stuff and learning how to get in there because i love watching everybody on stream and on youtube running the the ground combat zones and even the you know the salvage missions and i just i still have not gotten in there and started playing with it but it does look like a lot of fun changing tactics or changing tack a little bit when you when you are playing, what kind of resources do you use to help you kind of like complete missions and, and get around in space and that sort of stuff? Oh, I use so many. When I, when mm-hmm. I first started, I didn't know that there were these tools. So I was talking about me doing trading, and I didn't know about EDDB for so long, far oh, too long. Really? I, I had my phone 
the memory card on my phone used to get full from me taking screenshots <laughs> of the in- inventory at different stations so that I could compare when I got to the next again station. Wow. And it was only once I had a little look at the forums and stuff that people went, oh, there's this uh, this trade tool. You know, you should use EDDB. And I'm like, and when I opened that, I was like, ah, so this this is how people are making way more profits at trading than me. <laughs> It's like this. This this has now changed my life. So like things like uh, EDMC, obviously uh, EDDB for trading the ED Star Map, Anara. Uh, yeah. Anara is such a good tool as well. And then obviously because I do stuff with Hutton, I've got the little Hutton helper uh, yeah. that uh, gives me commands and says go here and fight these people, please. Uh, so yeah, I've got. Um, I've got a bunch of those, but the tools are so good that people have made. I'm envious of the people who have been able to work out the system to run all these different tools because I I can't imagine managing to play the game to the same extent I do without them, like trying to hunt out materials and different traders without being able to go to a website, hit up a database and hit, give me the nearest place where I can buy one of these, please. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's pro- it's properly a thing that I feel can put a lot of new commanders off as well. Um, let's let's say let's say you're, you're a brand new commander and you're really blinkered and you're like I'm gonna concentrate on just doing stuff in game and I'm not gonna look to see if there's anyone else playing it or I'm stuck and I'm I'm not gonna look to see on YouTube or anything. Well, imagine I'm gonna I'm gonna work this out for myself. Those kind of people because they those people exist. They really do. Yeah. But yeah. it it must be so difficult. And it must be a real turn off for Elite not having these kind of things in game. And I, I think it was very recently that we spoke to, I think Druidic Fireball suggested having like a link to EDDB that pops up actually on in your mm-hmm. um Yeah, in game. In game. I yeah. that would just be such a wonderful addition. It would yeah. be good to have something like that that could be replicated in game. Like yeah. like you say, like EDDB does such a good job that yeah, if you could just paste the screen in there somehow, yeah. then it would be great. But even even sort of upgrading the tools, like you can see where certain exports go now and they've made it slightly better mm-hmm. um yeah. when you're in game trying to learn how to trade, but it still wouldn't give you the kind of optimum routes that something like EDDB do, uh, yeah. does yeah and i quite liked the one where you could you could go i'm wanting to go from point a to point b give me what trades i can do on route yeah. i quite liked that because it was if you were doing a mission and you got given oh take this cargo from this settlement to that settlement please or that station to that station as it was at the time yeah. I, I quite liked the fact that it would give you a little thing of okay well you can also pick up because you've got spare capacity you know you can pick up this material here take it to that station sell that one for profit then from there to there to there to there and it would give you like a nice little trade route that you could do alongside your mission and i I just really like that because it it meant that you could add a little bit of profit in there as you were flying about because that's exactly what you would do as a a haulier if you were if you're transporting cargo about it added that little bit of of realism you know yeah you wouldn't just like um 
like bugger off without a full load, you know, you, mm-hmm. you get get some extra stuff. Oh, that's cool. Is that that EDDB that does that? Is that right? Or e- EDDB that- does have a, a version of that. And there was another one that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head that would do a, an elite trade route uh, and it would map out trade routes for you. But I think EDDB now has that as part of its tool set yeah. as well. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, what are you using to fly or and run around and drive an SRV? What, what's your <laughs> controls? Uh, so I have got a Frostmaster T1600 uh, Hotas at the moment. And I used to use a X52, I think it right. was called. And then it got slightly laggy and stuff. So that's when I, that's when I replaced it with a Frostmaster. Um, which I, I really like. I've not really had many problems with it. Some people have said in the past, oh, hey, the Frostmaster ones. And yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it's a funny thing. It's a bit like Marmite with the with the Frostmaster. <laughs> and the, people are very much like, um, oh, it never works. It, it never works. I go through so, so many. And the, the people that I've spoken to who have them, for the most part, seem to be pretty pretty happy with them i know kremens has his for years and has never had a problem Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no i've I've found it really good uh, you know i'm obviously you know treat it with care treat it with respect and it will treat you back with respect as well (laughs) you know if if you get in a half after losing a fight don't don't hit the joystick just you know just you know treat it gentle treat it nice and it'll be fine but yeah it's um you i don't know how people are able to play this game without a hotas i'm like people that are able to master it on keyboard and mouse you're still flying circle around me a lot of the time yeah um i'm like how, how do you manage to do it because I, I just can't imagine i i it is a very well-known fact that i played for the first three odd years um with a with a xbox 360 controller and i still do the srv with it um i went back to the xbox 360 controller not too long ago um for for an episode of Lave when I was flying about because I don't mm. record Lave sat at my usual station. So um, I was like, oh, I'll just bring my controller up and see how it goes. Could I remember how to fly with the controller? <laughs> <laughs> I was better with keyboard and mouse than I was with the controller. And that's wild to me that that is a, um, a thing that could happen. After playing for yeah. three and a half years, not being able to remember how it works wasn't fun. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I have toyed yeah. with the idea of getting a sort of gamepad style controller for doing the on foot stuff. I don't know yeah. if that would make it any better. I'm not too bad with the keyboard and mouse for that because that's that's what I normally use in those kind of games. But mm-hmm. for ages, I've been like, should I get a little controller just just for doing that? I'm fine with dabbling about with the SRV using the the Frostmaster and stuff. It's probably not the right thing to use, but um, but I'm, I am toying with the idea of a gamepad for for the on foot stuff. I don't know how much aim assist Elite has when it comes to a controller mm. because that mm. that would be the that would be the thing for for me. I I've always played FPS games with a um with a keyboard mouse, but if it was I, I know controller players tend to use aim assist um because right. of the the less fine tuning that you can get on a gamepad. So if that's a thing, potentially <laughs> that's yeah. a good point actually i didn't think of that trying to aim using the the gamepad yeah you, you might have put me off it psychic that's it order cancelled save some money there you go <laughs> brilliant um is there any area of elite that you don't get to participate in that you'd like to 
Oh, there's so much. Like I said, because yeah. I've, I've sort of dabbled in lots of bits and pieces. Um, what would I like to get involved in? I have not done anything in relation to the Fargoids yet. Not a thing. I've not had a high prediction. I've not went out and tried to tackle a Fargoid. I think I'm just too scared to get involved. It seems that there's a... Like, I need to go off and do a lot of Guardian things to try and sort out a ship that's not going to die instantly when a Fargoid <laughs> enters the room. And then I'm like, am I good enough to actually take on a Fargoid at all? It's like, I see these videos and in, 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 in Twitch streamers and stuff going about managing to take down Fargoids, and I'm like, I don't think I'm coordinated enough for that. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, like, knowing when to duck, when to dive, when to fire off certain different bits and pieces. And I think I would just die instantly every single time yeah it's so hard it is it's yeah. so tricky it really it really is i'm 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 with you on this like i'm uh, i watch um i watch brother sabathius a lot especially yeah. on like a sunday morning i mm. watch i watch brother sabathius a fair amount and the the ease in which <laughs> he demonstrates how patient he is yes um is it's just wonderful. I I genuinely yeah. do. A, a, I don't have the skill. B, I do not have the patience. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's not dead yet. Guns. <laughs> you yes. know, why can I not throw more guns at this? Yeah, yeah same. That's uh, We've said this before. Like, Thargoid combat is some of the most fun and interesting combat that you can do while you're flying your ship. But, man... It takes a ridiculous, especially if you're trying to solo, it takes a ridiculous amount of skill and patience. Yeah, and I think I, I would need to buddy. Sorry, carry on. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, I think I feel like I could get there with the skill if I practice, but the patience is never going to happen. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, never. <laughs> I, it's, I would need to do it with a group, I think. And I would mm-hmm. definitely need to do more research into what to build on the ship and to do all that. And I'm kind of thinking, you know, the way the narrative and everything is going, it seems inevitable there's going to be a lot of Fargoid stuff going on. Yeah. And I'm going to have massive fear of missing out if i'm like i can never go near any fargoids at all so suddenly like i feel that a big part of elite's narrative going forward is going to be like yep i can't go near any of that just now it's like (laughs) unless they give us like a white flag option where we can get a white flag decal for the ship and i can just fly in the middle going i'm just here to watch everyone i'm I'm, you know press you know a press logo over the side so everyone knows for your ship like a press badge the the burrs would love that too like anybody who does like content where where you're more watching and filming than participating. That would be a great element to add. It, uh, I don't know. I don't know if Thorgreys understand English though. So <laughs> the, the the press badge might it might just go um unnoticed by them. Or, <laughs> or yeah. we might fall into the, the the word press or the logo we choose for that that badge might actually be a really offensive phrase or or <laughs> symbol for Thargoids, and it would make them even more likely to attack you. Can you imagine the Gona article when they program it in wrong? Because let's be honest, but can you imagine <laughs> the, the Gona article afterwards going, oh, it turns out that the um, that the symbol that we chose to use for press is actually a very, very offensive symbol to all the Thargoids. <laughs> Yeah, we'd like to apologise to the Fargoids for any insults caused. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. I'm I'm totally on board with that happening. Yeah, now. I know, I know. Like, I kind of want that to happen now. 
<laughs> if you're if you're struggling with anything in games, sort of, um, be it how to make a ship to destroy Felgoids, or um, if you, you're coming across something that you're not incredible entirely sure what you're doing with it, or things along those lines, is there anyone in particular that you turn to, or who, who do you turn to for advice in the game? Oh, so in the past, I used to do a lot of a lot of googling because normally someone else has asked an identical question to you. Mm. Like it took me ages to work out looking at the forums and stuff. Like I said about the, you know, finding the tools very late and all that sort of yeah. stuff. So I had to look about the forums. Sometimes Reddit, um, not as much these days. Like these days, there's some very nice people in Lave, some lovely people in Lave. So. Um, if I've got a question normally, I'll, I'll try and ask it in the pre-show or when everyone's having a chat afterwards, I'll go, has anyone ever tried to do this kind of thing? Uh, and normally get lots of helpful advice from the team over there, or there's mm. a, a couple of discords and things that I've, I've gone into and asked and, and seen things. There's, and like I say, so many good YouTubers and things have made videos explaining different bits. Uh, people like uh, down to earth astronomy who do guides to, pretty much everything yeah you know it's uh, be it ship builds or do you want to get into mining or do you want to try and activate these guardian ruins and it, trying to figure it out i i do like trying to work out stuff for myself sometimes but oh it's a struggle i'm not that bright it doesn't it takes <laughs> yeah. a long time if i'm gonna do I, it myself I feel you on that one <laughs> It's like there there eventually comes a point where you're like, okay, how much time have I spent on this and what am I going to get out of it? Like, what's my return on investment for trying to yeah. figure this out on my own versus I could pull up down to earth astronomy's video and like, I'll be done in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've got this solved now. It turned out I just needed to hit that one button and yeah. suddenly the whole thing works and it's like, oh, okay, that's, I, that's, no. I actually, I actually have a story about that when I was first playing the game and I, I watched, I was watching somebody stream it. Um, it may have been, I, I think it was Pumpkinberry was streaming it at the time. And I was flying my ship around and I think I was, I may have still been in the Sidewinder or I, I may have gotten a hauler at that point. And I was watching her collect things from destroyed ships, like flying into them, scooping mm. stuff up and flying off. And I kept flying at these things and running into them and I fly into them and they just bounce off my, <laughs> my, uh, my cockpit canopy and I couldn't figure it out. And it turns out there's a cargo scoop button <laughs> <laughs> that you have to push to open your cargo scoop so that you could scoop things up. And I'm like, I'm lining it up. Like I, I know I can get this right. And it's like, maybe like and finally i was like okay you know what i've spent like three hours trying to figure this out it's time to go watch a video and then it was like and you open your cargo scoop and i was like okay i gotta quit for the day because <laughs> i'm going to hurt something if i don't oh my gosh <laughs> But how many other games would you do that? You know, like any yeah. other games, it's like you run through the object and it magically appears in your backpack. You never have to hit the, <laughs> the open backpack and scoop it up button ever. Yeah. It's just you run there yeah. and you've picked it up. Job done. Yep. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point because the, the the last game I spent any significant time playing before Elite was World of Warcraft. So it was just like that loot window. You go over there and the loot window would pop up and you choose what you want. And I thought, wow, this game is even easier. You don't have a <laughs> <laughs> you just fly right into it and magically it's in your inventory and yeah turns out yeah. that wasn't the case <laughs> <laughs> I love and that. it got even more frustrated when i realized after about an hour that when i kept repeatedly hitting these things eventually they would die like they would come <laughs> away <laughs> or if you spent if you spent 
if, if you spend too long, they blow up as well. Yeah, if you, yeah. you spend all your time like trying to line up, and it's like going twenty percent, fifteen percent, ten percent, and it's yep. gone. And it's like, oh, but that's what I wanted. And yep. I, and then I saw a video where where someone went and fired off collector limpets that picked up everything. Yes. And I go, why have I been wasting my time flying about trying to aim, <laughs> flying an anaconda where I can't see underneath the nose trying to pick up stuff? And I could have fired a bunch of collector limpets, and they would have done the job for me <laughs> yep I've seen oh, the joys um, I, I've had people like uh, drop in going oh I've been trying to mine but it's just so difficult because it's so difficult to pick up everything yeah. this was uh, like yeah. I'm talking early on really early on um or uh, when I first started streaming Elite back back along such a long time ago um sort of casually um I remember people dropping into chat and going, I don't, I, why, why it just takes so long to do anything. There's no way I'm going to be able to get any money doing mining. Cause it just takes so long to scoop everything up afterwards. And I was like, Mm-hmm. Let me tell you a story about collector limpets. <laughs> <laughs> Limpid it. <laughs> no, definitely. It's one of the reasons that I like the mostly clueless section that we've been doing on Lave yes. for the last. Yes. It's a recent thing. I'm, I'm trying to remember when we started it. It's probably been running for longer than I think it has. But it's a great little section of the program now because even I'm learning certain stuff from the mostly clueless <laughs> section. And it's, uh, yeah, it's a good little guide. I think we need to start assembling them on the website somewhere. And I'm going to need to try and find them in all the old show notes, I think. Because I think oh, that would be yeah. a useful little bit of the the Lave website. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. It'd be nice to put that use to something. Yeah. <laughs> so if you think back over all of the all of the stuff that's happened to you since you started playing Elite, what is your fondest memory or like the most amazing thing that's happened to you, either as a commander or as a result of being just part of the Elite community? Oh, um, sort of in game. I did a trip out to Colonia. And the trip out there took absolutely ages, but I've never been so happy to see a station in my life when I arrived out <laughs> at Jack's. <laughs> I did this really silly thing where I I was off exploring in my anaconda that wasn't very well engineered. It was when you had the sort of random rolls for engineering, so it was nowhere near a god roll. Right. It was just... And it had a bad jump range. It didn't have the right fuel scoop on it. And I'm listening to Hutton Orbital Radio. And they go, we need people to go out and help hot call out in Colonia. And for some reason, I went, sure, and turned my ship around and started heading to Colonia with zero prep whatsoever. (laughs) Wow. And just went, oh, yeah. You know, that won't take long. There's people that say they get out to Colonia, you know, within a week and da-da-da. No, it took me months. (laughs) Because oh I was gosh. just in the wrong ship. I hadn't done uh, any prep. And I did go out and I stayed out there for a while helping out sort of hot call with the, the BGS out there and really enjoyed it when I when I was out there because the the star field and everything is different mm. in Colonia. Yeah. Which is yeah. something I never I just didn't know. People said, Oh yeah, it's you know, Colonia. Oh, it's really nice when you go out there. And when I went, I was like, the star field's different. It's like, how does it look? <laughs> but yeah, it's I had a really good time when I went out and done that. So that was probably my my favorite thing to do in-game, I think, my my in-game experience. And eventually I had to come back because at that point there was, there was no engineers in Colonia, so you couldn't do any engineering to fix stuff. You couldn't buy every ship in Colonia either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. You couldn't get all the modules that you wanted, so you couldn't upgrade certain things to Class A 
if you wanted. And I was like, I, I need to go back. And I was getting a bit of fear of missing out as well. You know, that yeah. thing of you're looking at people having fun back in the bubble, doing things, and you're like, I, I want to go and play with everyone else, but I'm too far away. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I ended up going back. I'd love to do a, a big sort of exploration, one of these sort of distant world style things, but I, yes. I think I'd also get the fear of missing out if I did that as well, oh, yeah. where you're away for months yeah. and I'd see everyone playing at Lave and I'd be like, I want to go and play with my friends. <laughs> Yeah. That's what Out Commanders are for. <laughs> yeah, yes. I- <laughs> but but also at the same time, there is there is that yeah, that's all well and good that you've got an Out Commander and you're like, oh yeah, sure, that commander can go out and um go and go on a di- a big expedition, a Lost Souls three or a distant worlds or anything like that, and uh, that commander goes goes out, but that commander isn't ready to go yeah, out yeah. they don't, they don't yeah. have the frame shift drive for it so you'd have to do like a metric butt ton of work on that commander and um, but then that commander doesn't have your name so then mm. if you find something new that command you won't be putting yeah. your name on those planets it's going to be the other commander's name which is all well and good so okay let's swap around and put this commander in the bubble and your main <laughs> out but then you run up with the exact same problem your yeah. main is not skilled or your well sorry your your out is not skilled up in the same way that your main is and yeah. your main's now like 20 20,000 25,000 light years away and then something massive kicks off in the bubble and it's just like uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's exactly that that you've 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 went right into my mind there when I when I try and decide and I really should and I didn't do it when they were doing the epic commander and I'm absolutely kicking myself when there was the yeah. free epic commander this guy didn't sign up for that so yeah oh. I, I should have done it because that could have been a commander that I sent out to Colonia or or tried to upskill in that way especially now that they've got a lot more services in Colonia than they had yeah. before yeah yeah Colonia has gotten to be like you know a, there's all these there's all these buses yeah it's a, it's a legitimate mini bubble now mm. uh, yeah and you can just like uh, whack a commander on a fleet carrier and off they go mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know it's great it's both good and bad in that way because I'm like I like I said like I felt my my visit to Colonia was an achievement despite mm. the fact that other people are able to do it way quicker than I did but um, I kind of feel for commanders now that they go out to Colonia and it's like they hop on a fleet carrier and they're there in a week because someone does like multiple jumps for them. And then yeah. I'm like, oh, but then you don't get to, you know, you don't get that experience of space madness when you're halfway and you're like, do I just blow myself up? <laughs> you see, after after a little bit of time with um, Colonia runs for me, when I was take, taking one of my outs out there for, for a project, after a little bit of time, it felt like to me that... Um, Eight hours going, taking me eight hours to get to Colonia would be space madness. <laughs> because because I, 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 it got to the point where I was like, if it's got less than 35 light years jump range, I ain't jumping it. <laughs> <It's not> <laughs> <going>. <laughs> I think I ended up getting a, um, getting a lift out there on that particular with the Corvette that I built. I think I ended up get, take, getting a lift out there, but everything else I flew out, but everything yeah. else was like over 45 light years. So, that's okay. <laughs> See, you did it the right way with with a ship that was designed to go to Colonia. <laughs> yeah, it it was definitely a planned for project, at least yeah. rather, rather than a spell of the moment. Yeah, sure, I'll go. Can't be different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go and do this and help you out. <laughs> <laughs> what is it that keeps you logging back in? Um, 
I, I I just always like it as a game to relax. It's like it's one of those ones where I'll go off and I'll I'll play something else for a bit because a new shiny game will come along and distract mm. my attention for a little bit. But then it's the comfortable pair of slippers, Elite, isn't it? It's like, yeah. I know what I'm doing here. It's like you arrive in and you go, I know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go off and do a bit of trading and I can do that. And I don't feel that I'm committed to the point where I need to be in an Elite every single day. And, you know, evidently from the fact that my commander, my poor commander is achievementless, is the <laughs> fact that, you know, I'm not committed to, to going in every day. I like going in and dabbling a bit and, and you know, what I'm going to enjoy playing in today. And of course, of late, it's been getting to play with pals. It's been getting to go in with sort of Ben and Miggles and other people like that, and yourself, Psychic, and and go in and and play in game and meet up with people and and do different stuff. So yeah, it's um, I think that's what's I think that's what's kept me going. It's like I've always you know got distracted by other games when when they've come in, but I've always felt comfortable going back into Elite. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it's not like it's not going anywhere. It's like things things may people may move on and other things like may change. But the uh, the essence for me, mm. like it, it 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 is so comfortable. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's just co- comfortable and cozy. And I know you like you know what you like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very true. Exactly, and and they have they have put updates and things in to keep the game fresh. That's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like it has always been continuously developing. They've not they've not paused. You know, there's been large swathes where they've maybe not done too much content, and they've been waiting for the next patches and things to come out. But there's always been little new bits and pieces that have popped up in game. And like the great thing about the community in Elite is that when Frontier aren't putting new and exciting things in game, the community somehow managed to come up with a way of putting exciting right. new things in game. So yes, there's always exactly. that. Yeah. The community is brilliant at coming up with ways to, to, I don't want to say stay entertained, but to stay, to keep things fresh and new, you know, mm. like mm. we had that entire segment where um, kind of Galnet news wasn't producing anything. There wasn't a whole lot of stuff going on. And, th- you know, the game didn't go down to zero participants. People came up with cool new expeditions and, you know, different things they could, they could do together as a group. And it was, it's, it's kind of inspiring to see, you know, and to be a part of. Oh yeah. 100%. And, you know, if, if, you know, it's it's one of those things. Like, I think the community is is brilliant around it, and people say that a lot. They go, the frontier, you know, the the elite dangerous community is is fantastic. It is. It, it genuinely mm-hmm. yeah. is. I have not, yeah. I have not witnessed it in other games at all. This yeah. sort of long term commitment that some commanders have got to this game and creating content around it in videos. Yeah. You know, for for a game that's been around since two thousand and fourteen. The community are still engaged and still care so much about this game. Oh, do they care a lot? Yeah. Uh, as we see all the time. So, yeah. you know, it's it's not one of those things where folk are like, yeah, no, nah, it's just something that I play every once in a while. It's like everyone's like, <laughs> oh my God, it's this game. Yeah. 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 They're they're definitely invested, you know. Mm. Passionate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay, let's say, for the sake of argument, that time travel exists, and you could go back to your very first day as a commander and give yourself one piece of advice, what would it be? Oh, um, don't be afraid to ask for help. Engage in the community sooner, I guess. You yeah. know, because everyone that I've spoken to since I've become a bit more active has been absolutely lovely, and I wish I'd done it years ago. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, I can I second you on that one. Absolutely second you on that one. It took it took a very long time to get out of like move out of one bubble and see see the 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 wider space one might say. Um, yeah. But there there are some there are some excellent humans. Yeah. Absolutely excellent ones. Definitely. And and just, you know, trying to encourage myself to maybe look up things like ADDB quicker, you know, <laughs> that, that, would, that would have made my, my trader's journey from a hauler up to a type nine slightly quicker than it was. List of websites. This is yeah. a post-it note. I'm going to attach it to your screen. Don't ask any questions. I must leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going forward now, um, Elite Dangerous in the future. What what does it look like to you? What are you hoping for with with Elite? Oh God, what a loaded question. I know, um, right? <laughs> uh, oh, I don't know. I mean, I think they've given us such a good foundation with Odyssey now that they've now that they've ironed out the majority of the wrinkles. Mm -hmm. I think they've got just a really good foundation to add other stuff on. I don't think we've seen everything that Odyssey even has to offer yet. I think, okay, maybe maybe we've seen the mechanical elements that Odyssey has available, but I don't think we've seen all the content from that yet. Yeah. Um, You know, so I'm, I'm trying to think what, what they can add. I mean, obviously we talked about Fargoids earlier on and surely it's inevitable that we're going to see some form of on-foot Fargoid stuff happening at some point. And I really hope it happens in some sort of silent update, a bit like when the hyperdiction started happening. Yes. Yes. Because it's like an out-of-game experience seeing the first clip of a hyperdiction appearing on the internet and everyone instantly jumping into elite and flying off to those systems to try and get hyperdicted and just the absolute chaos, which was everyone sort of streaming and doing videos at once going, I'm trying to get hyperdicted. What happens when we do, you know, can we chase them down? Can we fire at them? Can we do anything like that? I really hope that just one day there's a little silent button hit on the server Someone's yeah. wandering about a settlement doing a power-up mission and there's a noise coming from somewhere in yes. the settlement behind them and oh, just suddenly yes. there's a Fargoid or that there. That's the kind of thing yep. that I, I want to happen. And I was watching uh, Colin, um, uh, Phoenix Defire, mm-hmm. on stream yesterday and he was running about a set of Guardian Ruins and he was he was there with a the Maverick suit and the cutter just trying to have a little look and see if there was anything that he could attack with that cutter. That's another thing that I kind of hope if they do it, they do it in a silent way where the community discovers it of just suddenly making a panel or something at the Guardian's Ruins cuttable that hasn't been cuttable before. And once the first person discovers it, of course, it'll go on video and then everyone will do the same thing. But it'll be a surprise. It'll be a mysterious things added in the patch notes that, you know, will just get everyone giddy, I think, in trying to figure out what it is. You know what I love with the Guardian sites is if if you're driving past one of those things that looks like it could be a slidable door and it's in the the side of of like some dirt or or something um, and it looks like it could be a sliding door. If you're driving past it and you just see out the corner of your eye like a little light flash Mm. up and then you have to get out of your SLV and go and look at it. And as soon as you yeah. get out of your SLV, those sliding doors open. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. That would God. be fantastic. That would, oh, that's, 
Oh man! Imagine being the first person to report that. People be people be so full of you were so full of it. There's not a chance that that could possibly happen. <laughs> yeah, it would happen when you weren't recording as well. Oh, It'd yeah. be one of the times. Yeah, absolutely, you, you didn't have OBS open, you didn't have a recorder open, you didn't have a screen capture app open, and it happens to you, and you're going, "No one believes me. Why does no one believe me?" <laughs> yep, yep, that's exactly how it would happen too. <laughs> I I mean I would I would absolutely love that feeling of like you get out of your SRV you're walking around there's some there's some new door that opens you're walking around in this unfamiliar area and then in the background you hear like this weird obviously not human sound mm. and like it's the way elite is built and the way that that we as players of the game have this relationship with our commanders in the environment like it's one of those it, it would be one of those instances where like my blood would stop pumping for a second <laughs> you know like the first time you hear a thargoid honk and it's it's you you're not watching somebody else it's like you playing and you're like yeah it's thargoid then you hear that and you're like oh what have i gotten myself into like, <laughs> I'm so excited for the possibility that, that that will happen, you know. Especially with the sound team that they've got on Elite. Yes. Because the sound design is just amazing. So even yes. if it was just audio ticks or something at first, I yeah, I'd be all there for it. Totally there for it. Definitely. Amazing. Um, if you could have one quality of life improvement to Elite that wouldn't break the game, what would it be and why? Oh, um, a tiny update, a little update. Um, I like after doing the like the trip to Colonia and doing a bit of exploring and stuff. I'd really like an easy way in game of me hitting a button and finding out all my first discoveries, first scans, first footfall kind of Ooh. things within the game. Yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. really like that to be just something that's inside the game. I, I'm, I don't know whether there's a tool that does that, and you might correct me and go, Chris, have you ever heard of this tool? No, um, I, I, I don't think of one. I, yeah, I don't yeah. know of one. Because that must be, that lives on a database somewhere, right? Because yeah. like, every, every commander sees the same thing. So I'd, I'd love for that to be a little bit of the game where even if it was a filter on a galaxy map or something where it's like, where did I discover first? I'd, I'd like to go back yeah. and revisit some of my first discovered. How, how did I do that? I'd maybe like to like, be- get a first footfall on one of my first discovered or even like maybe, I don't even think on the first system I discovered I, I scanned a planet. Yeah. So yeah. that'd be really yeah. nice. You know, yeah. there'll be ones that I went through and I've honked and done nothing else or, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it's that. I'd, I'd like to be able to see that as a bit of a a bit of a list. I think EDSM has got something which is first visited, but I don't know if that's just the first EDSM user who has visited a place and it gives you a count, but it doesn't right. give you a list. I don't yeah, know if that's yeah. the same thing. And someone someone might correct me at some point. <laughs> oh, I'd love to know. I'd yeah, absolutely yeah. love to know if that does exist. Yeah. So yeah, get in touch, folks. That would be really helpful. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank, thank you very much. I, I'll, I put the call out to the listeners to support my come to aid again to help me. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what can we expect from Commander New Alterna in the future of Elite? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> what, 
more faffing about. Yeah, more faffing about. He's such a directionless commander. He doesn't know what to do with himself. Uh, you know, where, where do you need me next in the BGS, Psyche? What, what do you need me doing now? I genuinely, genuinely, I'm not entirely sure myself. If <laughs> yeah, yeah, at this point, where, where do you need me to fight and what do you need me to do? I, I, did, a, I did a bit of ground combat for Hutton yesterday, so I, I don't know. Uh, it'll be more faffing about, no doubt, on Tuesday nights with whatever whatever the new thing is and going about and, and playing the game and doing a bit of exploring. Maybe I will send my commander out to explore for a little bit. I don't know. I, I I genuinely don't know. I'm just looking forward to seeing how everything develops and yeah. and yeah. where where it takes me. And you know, I, I I really enjoy sort of running about and helping people out when they go. We need people to deliver stuff to this place and do trading or do some missions for us. And I normally yeah. just run off and end up helping them, even if it means several months going out to Colonia. And by that time, they don't actually need my help anymore. <laughs> um, that, <laughs> that, that's what I do. Nice. Perfect. Um, do you do you have uh, moments where you're not playing elite that you get to play other games? Is there anything else you enjoy playing? Yeah, I've always I've always dabbled in in other stuff. Um, so I, a lot of the time I'll play like single player stuff. That's got I like a single player campaign in a big open world where you okay. can yeah. choose your own you know your own route to go. You can wander off paths and discover weird things so i've played a bit of uh like cyberpunk for example i like and oh, fallout okay. I, I played and um but for ones with like big single player story i've recently replayed fallen order jedi fallen order Ooh, yeah that's a because, good one yeah because obi-wan the obi-wan show is coming back soon uh, coming mm-hmm. back appearing soon it's not coming mm-hmm. back obi-wan's coming back but obi-wan the is show coming is new. back in a new show yeah. yeah there we go that's the way to put it mal there you go that's why you're the professional um so so that made me go do you know what i'm gonna play fallen order again because i think yeah. it's one of the most fun sort of stories star wars stories and i just really want them to now do a tv show with cameron monan and do oh, and yeah. do a fallen order follow-up or do something like that but I yeah, I really liked that game. So yeah, I've played it again. I've not quite got to the end of my replay. I'm like holding off. <laughs> I'm like saving it up like a little sweet treat for me to to play. I've also got sitting in my queue, to my shame, I have uh I have never played Mass Effect all the way mm-hmm. through. Um, I played Andromeda, yes. which I've been yeah. told is the worst one. And yeah. I played Andromeda and I quite liked it. So Same. Th- yeah, so since they came out with the Legendary Edition and the sort of price dropped a little bit on Steam, I was like, I'm totally going to do that. And I've started it a little bit, but I, I need to actually like sit and play the whole thing through now. Yeah, yeah, I did the same thing. I, pl- I, I played a little bit of one. Yeah, I started my, my Mass Effect journey with Andromeda and actually really liked it. And then yeah. everyone's like, oh, wait do you play the first three. So I, <laughs> I did the same thing. And I bought the, you know, the Legendary Edition when it came out with one, two, and three remastered and started playing through it and uh, still, haven't, still haven't even finished the first one. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's what Psykit said earlier on, which is, it's a space game. So when Andromeda yeah. came out, I went, it's a space <laughs> game. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> Take my money. So mm-hmm. yeah, I ended, up, I ended up playing Andromeda, despite the fact I'd never played the first two. So right. yeah, I, I, yeah, I've got, I've got that on my playlist. I've also got No Man's Sky and Star <sighs> Citizen. Yeah. Which I have, I've dabbled in both of them. Uh, my computer was not able to handle Star Citizen for a good yeah. bit, but now it is. 
Um, yeah. So I need to give that a little bit more of a go. And No Man's Sky, I had one of the similar first experiences to what I had with Elite, which was that you get put on a planet that's full of toxic yeah. gases and you instantly die because you mm. don't know what to do <laughs> yep. with filling gas canisters yep. and combining things and shooting plants. And I, I was just constantly falling to pieces. And it was one of those first yeah. game experiences where I go, oh, darn it <laughs> not, the, yeah, not the words yeah. not the words that i said out loud but yeah. let's go with darn it <laughs> and then went away and then i come back and i retry again and i go okay i'm getting slightly better i got to a space station this time right. <laughs> but every yeah. time i watch and you know I've, i think psychic could attest to this every time i see psychic playing in no man's sky i think i pop up in chat and go that I reminds really me this. i really <laughs> should i really should play no man's sky yeah <laughs> Yeah, it really is a good game. It's it's uh, my first experience was the same. I just I got it day one, booted it up and was like, uh, what am I supposed to? OK, I died. Let me start over again. <laughs> All right. I figured out that I'm supposed to run towards my ship. OK, I got halfway there and I died. OK, I just and I was like, yeah, forget it. I'm not playing this game. And then maybe about six months ago, seven months ago, I was like, I'll give it a shot again. And I got like legit addicted it is so much better now than it was before. Like they, they're even better about like hand holding you when you first drop in. Um, so that you don't have that feeling of like, Oh, I'm just going to die. You know, yeah. they, they like actually give you specific little mini objectives to get you kind of up and running, which is nice. But yeah, now I've gotten into like the base building and doing all this crazy, like wire glitching. So you can put things like sideways that aren't supposed to be sideways. There's, just a, <laughs> there's a lot of fun stuff you can do. Yeah. No, it looks so much fun. So I, I, I definitely need to give that a go as well, and and properly commit to at least attempting to get past it. Because if if I'd done the same thing with Elite, that uh, the same thing with Elite that I did with No Man's Sky, then then I wouldn't be playing it today. And I'm yeah. like, ah, I might be missing out on a really good experience. So yeah, yeah, I need to I need to properly force myself to sit in front of it, die several times, get better at not dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. It, it is super different. It's super, super different to um, Elite, as you can well imagine. Yes. On the, I mean, you haven't not seen it, so you mm-hmm. know that, but it, 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 yeah. it, it's very charming. Yes. And um, it, it's, a, it's a very charming game, and um, I... I just I I really enjoy doing the expeditions because I don't feel yes. like I have I don't feel like I have the time to throw I don't ha- I don't have elite time for another game. <laughs> yes. Is what I'm yes. trying to say. Yes. Um so like the expeditions that give you um a lot of scope in mm-hmm. your game for um uh for like shorten the mouth amount of time and streamline it make Yeah really make it accessible so i would say if you have an option an opportunity to get onto an expedition i i would highly recommend it i'll take that recommendation the expeditions are great they're they are fantastic (laughs) my only complaint with expeditions is you have to start from a new save on each one and i kind of wish that you could you could use your existing save to do an expedition just because you you get a ton of credits and stuff. And it would be nice to being somebody who, who doesn't have elite time for another game. Mm. It would be nice to have those bumps of, you know, um, like resources, financial resources and material resources and stuff like that. Like a new game plus option sort of thing. Yeah. 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 
Something like that. But at least you get to keep all the good rewards. You get like the decals. You get if you unlock something on the expedition, you get it on your on all your saves. Like if there's a special ship that you get as a reward, you get that mm. on all your saves. So the good stuff, you know, it, it you you get to keep. It's just the the little things like, you know, money. <laughs> It'd be nice to have more space money, but once you get to a certain point, you can you can kind of make your own space money. So yeah, if I had the equivalent of my commander's money, I'd be delighted. But for my commander, <laughs> my commander feels poor. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Space money, like money in 3307 is very strange. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got a choice. I can buy a spaceship or I can buy myself a suit. Uh, I've got two choices. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does feel a little bit weird. I think I think that brings us to the the end of the end of the old normal questions and takes yeah. us on to the lightning round. Indeed. Ooh. Indeed it does. And this is something we throw in towards the end. It's just for fun. The idea is you try to answer as quickly and accurately and succinctly as possible. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What's your favorite ship? Uh it is the Diamondback Explorer. Least favorite ship. Uh the Type 7. What is the best ship in the game? The Anaconda. What is the worst ship in the game? The Mamba. I don't know what it's for. <laughs> What's your favorite station? Uh, Lave Station. Let's go with that. Okay. Favorite system? Oh, I'll, I'll go with Lave again to just win bonus points with the guys. Perfect. Uh, true or false? There's a free Anaconda at Hutton Orbital. Uh, yes, there is a free anaconda, but you only get it for free if you manage to get it out of pad free without scraping the sides. <laughs> Engineered or vanilla modules in your ship? Vanilla. Alliance, Federation, Empire, or Independent? Independent. Who is your favorite power play leader? Oh, I love uh, Leon Rue for the, the discount. Oh, it's a good discount. If you run out of gas, fuel rats or suicide? Fuel rats. If you have low hull, hull seals, keep going and hope for the best, or suicide? Uh, keep going and then give up and call the hull seals. <laughs> True or false, there's a free fleet carrier at Beagle Point. Oh, maybe that's maybe I'll need to visit and find out. <laughs> Thargoids, friend, foe, or undetermined? Uh, we've probably made them a foe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, flight assist, on or off? On. Ah. Uh, that's it. Excellent Yay. job. <laughs> Nicely done. Nicely yeah, very done. Well done. And I'm, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure Lave appreciates you saying that that's a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, got go, I've got to go with that. You know, they'll chuck me out. I'll be barred. When I get to the yep. bar, the next time they'll be like, no, not you. Out. Out. <laughs> they wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't let them. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm going to take all my custom with me. All my pals aren't going to drink in here ever again. Uh, <laughs> Is there anything we haven't talked about or covered today that you would like to discuss? No, I think I think we've covered it all. I've probably talked enough nonsense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> if anybody wants to connect with you or get to know you any better, where can they find you online? Uh, so I'm probably most active on Twitter. So you can find my personal sort of uh, radio account at uh, Chris McCrell, or you can follow at the Dower Scots on Twitter as well, which I've only created recently so that I can share more sort of elite dangerousy stuff. 
Oh, cool. Nice. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting. Yes. And actually, I, I've enjoyed I've enjoyed getting to hear your voice rather than um, Mike's Alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mike's Alive, Mike's are off, stand by. Uh, that's, that's pretty much it for every Ten week. Seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Ten seconds to go. Uh, five, four, three, two, be quiet. <laughs> Would you mind leading up the raid? That's it. That's all my catchphrases. I've, I've got them all on a soundboard now, so I don't need to actually say them. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for coming and joining us. It's been, yeah, it's it's been, been great. really lovely to chat to you. It absolutely has. Agreed, thank you agreed. so much for the invite. Much appreciated. Yeah. was so much fun yeah yeah i like him he's good people i i i am also fond of um of the christmas fall um yeah it's Mm -hmm. it's so nice it's so it's one of those things like as you were saying before it's like i know i know like lave isn't work and i know like like for like it kind of is work because it's content that i'm putting out Um, right but um it 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 feels like like a different work if that makes right, sense right right but how it's like if you if you if you love what you what you do you don't work a day in your life and all of that nonsense yeah yeah very true yeah it's and uh i i like his his journey seems very was not at all what i what i expected it to be for elite you know no. yeah yeah no, it's i know it's very what you interesting and I, I know what you mean it's it's um it's very, it's very cool. It's very cool to be able to sit down and talk to you. Um, like the, the cat, I'm going to say the casual player. Yeah. Um, because th- that's the impression that I, that I get is yeah. that, um, it like obviously not hitting elite in trade does like indicate yes. a more, more trash, more casual kind of play. Yes. Um, and it's quite nice to get that perspective as well, especially. Yeah. Especially given still how passionate he is, but right. but also he has perspective. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes, especially let's let's not beat around the bush. Sometimes, especially there is a, a there is a, a proportion of the lave audience that get very very angry when I have referred that in the past when I have referred to Elite Dangerous as a game. Yes, yes, <laughs> so it's it's quite interesting. <laughs> it's, it's quite nice to um know that 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 one of the people who is involved in Lave kind like appreciates it for the for the wonderful game that it is. I'm not denying right. that it's not an excellent game, but perspective. <laughs> perspective is is a good thing. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's all for this time. You can browse episodes and check out more information about the podcast at our website, flightassistpodcast.com. And you can stay up to date by following us on Twitter at flightassist underscore ED. Remember, this podcast is all about commanders and communities, and that means you. We'd love to hear the questions you want us to ask our guests. And if you're an elite dangerous commander who would like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you would like to nominate a commander to be our guest, we need to know that too. Send us your questions and information on Twitter by tagging flightassist underscore ED, by email to info at flightassistpodcast.com, via our Discord at discord.io forward slash flightassist, or by dropping us a line using the contact form on our website. 
if you would like to support the podcast and get exclusive access to content at the same time, you can do so by visiting patreon.com slash flight assist. With thanks to our flight officer patrons, Baron Von Marlen, Commander Rieslang, Crispy Tater Tot, Don, Elvis Crennan, Jeannie Van Zyl, Glitched Helix, Caldra, Not Me Mister, Slightly Dave, Timis V2, and Tomax99. Until next time, this is Commander Mal for the win. And Commander Psykit. Handing the controls back to you. Flight assist off.